0: alex
1: cox and i'm kathy campbell and this is roboism a podcast about robots and tech and isms but mostly robots and also
0: today vocaloids and holograms and
1: love maybe hopefully we'll see (laughs) love 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 is great uh shall we start with some hate before we start with love? Oh, you know, sure. in true roboism fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: you well, you you sent something to me, but it was not something I was supposed to see.
1: Okay, to be fair, I did not send it specifically to you. I put it I know. In our super secret. Channel to try mm-hmm. and keep track of things so that I, because I I don't I didn't know where else to put it so that I could find it again.
0: Well, you did the the good thing that both humans and computers should do, which is organize certain things in your brain based on activity, and you did not want to hold it in your squishy ram, aka brain, and but please. What, what was the text you sent in Slack? Alex, don't read this.
1: All caps, too. All caps. All caps. All caps. And I apologize for the squeaking because Ophelia has woken up, but is still laying down and kind of sleeping and like passively chewing on a squeaky toy.
0: I, oh, that's such a darling noise. oh oh you could have been like oh sorry I mean there's there's a little robot doing maintenance in the the back and I would have been like oh cool cool but that would
1: have been a better better story unfortunately uh I did not next time so first off the, the the hate that I want to talk about is where I'm sure you saw this um the chess robot that broke the boy's finger
0: Stop. I'm not laughing no no
1: it's terrible but also hilarious <laughs> and so I read multiple accounts because I actually did some research for this episode you're welcome and basically what happened was is that the boy instead of waiting for the robot to finish its turn he went and started his turn and the robot was basically nope can't do that and grabbed his finger
0: so what you're saying is it was the kid's fault is what clearly i, I am hearing okay okay yes. okay and
1: and and all of the interview i i'm i was reading this and like so many statements were put out and every single one of them was basically like these robots are totally safe We didn't take children into account. The kid was seven. Oh, this is
0: incredible. Oh my uh, goodness. And oh that my goodness!
1: We uh, apparently <laughs> children need to be warned. It happens, <laughs> I, as well as this has never happened before. There are such accidents. I wish the boy good health.
0: So l- l- let me clarify for myself because I <laughs> I know that you're looking into this, and I intentionally avoided it, but the headlines were everywhere. The yes. kid. Just has a, a broken finger, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's lightly fractured. Okay, he was still able to play. Oh, uh, <laughs> with a cast on, so he's totally good, fine.
0: Good. So was there like outrage around the safety of of? I I just don't know how this is any different than like a kid dropping something heavy, or I mean, I mean, I know <laughs> it's different, but like. I I remember my brothers getting their fingers slammed in doors, car doors all the time. Right? <laughs> and uh, I I don't know. I just think uh, I,
1: I I don't know. I have no takes other
0: than I can't stop
1: laughing about this. Apparently, uh, the so the kid was fine because he finished the tournament, but his parents reportedly contacted the public prosecutor's office. Now, in my, I I know that they are like filing a report against the company. However, my headcanon says that they want to take the robot to court. And now I'm imagining the robot in like a suit and tie having to give a witness (laughs) statement.
0: Well, that's immediately where my mind went went, because. Where did this happen? Like, I assume, uh probably, I, I don't know. Normally, these these things happen in Russia. What a weird thing! <laughs> <laughs> a right. lot of, oh, You're so wait, right. Russia. Okay. You got it in one. <laughs> well, they just there's just just tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> this is not an endorsement of of Russia. I just just no chess <laughs> tournaments happen there but i am uh, i'm so glad this kid is okay and i know that i'm making a light of this and i'm not a parent because maybe it was really scary in the moment but just ah uh, they're suing a robot like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um i think the part that really um affects my brain is the fact that it took 10 days between the incident and reporting reaching outside of Russia. Uh, This happened on July 19th, and July 29th is when it started like it was everywhere.
0: Oh, ooh, hmm, hmm, that doesn't... mm, mm, That makes me feel weird, but, you know, right now, some weird stuff is happening over in Russia, so I... I'm sorry. I what What are your thoughts on that? That it just was either not a big deal, and then someone ran with it, and it's a good headline.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Is that like the article I read on the Guardian was one that um, the, the author of it apparently has been over in Asia and the Ukraine for the last six months, and was just. Like this is where he's living and wrote. So I'm wondering if it took traction because it wasn't a super big story, but because they've got the headlines, that is where it took a little bit more energy to kind of get going.
0: I mean, in terms of human rights violations, I think this is the top one going oh, on absolutely. in Russia right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, yeah, I I just pulled up this Guardian article, and I th- I think you're right, and also I can't imagine covering you know the the war in Russia and Ukraine and being on the ground and i guess this is would probably be a fun story to
1: to a, a kind write. of lighthearted yeah in yeah. as much lighthearted as you can get cuz obviously it is not funny that a child broke got a fracture on his finger because of a robot that's not like that sucks but also compared to all of the other tragedies that are going on this seems you know pretty minimal
0: yeah and i i i if this is a big company however i do hope that they the the parents and kids get a ton of money but i because litigation is weird especially in russia and uh, I know nothing about this, but I I just keep thinking like you're su- who like who do you sue? I just, I mean, well, Canon obviously is the 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 robot. Does the robot have a a name?
1: I couldn't find a name. I couldn't find hmm. like who owned the robot either. It looks like it's a part of. Uh, mos- like one of the chess federations. Yeah, it, it seems to be like a scorekeeper type robot. Oh,
0: <laughs> so not only was it not the kid's turn, he was also breaking rules. So, right. oh, another twist in this story. Hmm,
1: because because like the the part where it says that the kid. Uh, like, was totally fine because he played the next day and finished the tournament. It also said volunteers helped to record the moves, which to me implies that the robot was there to count, record, make sure nobody cheated.
0: This is incredible. I... (laughs) There's
1: (laughs) so many layers. Oh. uh, Well, you know what? Uh, uh,
0: Christopher, which is possibly his real name, um... Good luck. I hope that you won. Our demographic is definitely seven-year-olds, chess grandmasters in Russia. Uh So, Christopher, I wish you well.
1: (laughs) Please get well soon from some randos in America. Thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Tater tots and pears. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kathy... Let let's
0: move on from this awful tragedy to another. Uh, I guess c- con- this is it's another controversy. We are so
1: controversial on this show. Real quick, though, that is not what was hidden under the 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 do not read.
0: Theme. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> oh, oh God! I thought I wasn't in trouble. Okay, no, okay. you're not what in is, trouble. What in trouble You're it? not in
1: trouble at all. But actually. This this is, I think, good news, potentially. Mm. Well, I was going to say it's super optimistic for the future. But even though I'm sure this will turn into something, you know, that can be used poorly. Artificial intelligence and specifically the program called Deep Mind Mm -hmm. has uncovered Mm -hmm. the structure of 200. M proteins. I'm guessing that's million. I actually am not sure. I should probably figure that out. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, because it says like scientists had only deciphered a fraction of the 200 M or so proteins known to science. That's million, right? That's got to be million.
0: Uh, 200 M or proteins i i have no idea uh, what okay 200 million proteins let's see what happens if just search for that
1: okay yes yes i got confirmation from a life science.com yeah like, okay,
0: okay. i was you- about to text james <laughs>
1: <laughs> james what Excuse does me you- Mr. Kelk <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, please keep this in all right, so basically, DeepMind worked really hard and got 200 million proteins. What does this mean? That's a good question. I'm sure that somebody who's more sciencey than I could explain it better. However, from what I can tell, this means that they have like the building block structure for so many things. Which can help solve issues with, like, food production and, like, diseases and just a wide variety of things that can help make life better.
0: Oh. And
1: I'm sure it's not going to be used for bad things at all. It's going to (laughs) be fine. Everything's going to be fine.
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've poisoned your brain because the first thing it seems like it's gone to is...
1: How will this be used by capitalism? Yeah.
0: How can this be a bomb? <laughs> this sounds not great, but we we know how to split atoms to make things go boom already, you know? Right. so Right,
1: yeah, yeah. The, the nice thing, in my opinion, too, is that the data that it's pulled out is open for, is not open source. Is that what open source means? I don't know. But basically, it's available for anybody to access. So anyone can use it for hopefully good things.
0: I remember there were a lot of open source projects for protein folding, which I still don't understand but i had a playstation 3 that ran linux and and did it <laughs> so i am always excited when stuff like this is released to the public even if it's someone like me who doesn't really understand it it has oh god this is, this website is great there is a safety and ethics page that is oh actually like comprehensive oh wow even just from skimming this, I'm like this doesn't seem like n- n- nonsense things. Gosh, thank you Kathy. This did not <laughs> pop up in any of my RSS feeds. This, this, I'm surprised.
1: Wow, magic. Yes. I I'm so happy.
0: I'm so happy that now I know what I wasn't supposed to look at in all caps. <laughs>
1: I definitely did not do it that way to make you nervous because that would be ridiculous.
2: Why would I do such a thing?
1: I am a good, kind, giving, and loving uh, podcast partner.
0: Oh, God. Well, uh, Kathy, I would like to give uh, you the gift of learning about Hatsune Miko. Do you know who she
1: is? Well, only through the homework that I did, and definitely did recently for this podcast, and not last week. Didn't I just send you a song? Yes. Yes. Oh, did. okay.
0: I, there, there wasn't. I was going to say. I, I try to avoid. Doing research or sending you mess- cryptic messages. Although I'm <laughs> rethinking that situation. Uh, yes, you're
1: welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Did you listen to any of uh, quote her stuff?
1: I did play the song so i played the individual single song that you sent and i also played some of the playlist that you sent me
0: oh wow above and beyond because
1: i did my homework thank you thank
0: you have you ever heard of heard slash heard of a vocaloid before i sent this to you no no
1: I had not.
0: Do you do you know that I, I'm I am probably jumping the gun? Did uh, you know that Hatsune Miku is a Vocaloid and not a, a lady person?
1: Uh, I I assumed from the information that I had received from you, the cryptic knowledge <laughs> <Yes>. and messages, <laughs> that yes. This had to be something related to robots. Sort of. The isms, the tech, that sort of thing. Would
0: you like a very broad, oversimplified uh, summary of vocaloids in general? That is my favorite type of summary. Okay. Um, It is software that makes singing that is pretty like it is a wide wide i know i know um in fact let's literally uh literally from wikipedia vocaloid is a singing voice synthesizer software product its signal processing was developed through a joint research project led by uh, kamochi hideki and in 2001 was originally intended to be a full commercial project. So, Vocaloids are just various software programs that are sold to make f- funny or melodic or terrifying robot singing noises and you can in actually at the very end of this show you can hear a vocal a vocaloid singing uh the robo wisdom theme song and it is very very popular in japan and increasingly popular in the u.s not not just using a synthesizer on voices or using a autotune type thing, but actually just creating a voice and a song. H- However, in Japan now, since 2007, there has been one specific character, if you will, for some sort of hopeful clarity, I am going to refer to Hatsune Miku, which is technically a type of software as she slash her, <laughs> because the although inanimate, she has quite a personality. Is
1: is, is this personality forced on her by the people that? organize her
0: well yeah yes and no so it's basically this character of hatsune miku who has she's always depicted with like blue hair and like i don't want to say she's supposed to be a hot anime girl i don't know How else to say it? Valid, etc.
1: Yeah, acceptable. Yes,
0: and she was created by this company, which has the still the most terrifying names I've ever heard: Krypton Future Media, um, so that they could sell Vocaloid software. But uh, she just as a character became really cool because she she looks like a cool anime character and uh, then this company started to have her just perform as a hologram and since 2007 she has basically been doing live shows and i actually made a mistake In 2016, when in the beta of Roboism, Savannah Million and I talked about her. And at the time, we thought she was open source, which she isn't. However, this company does license her. And Uh. man, saying her just sounds so gross when you say they license her. But yes, they, they license her so that... Hatsune Miku's voice can be in various songs or can perform with a band, and it's a lot of uh, electronica and house music, or in uh, my parlance, the uh, synth pop emo band Anamanaguchi, which is how I became familiar with her a while back. And I was shocked by the cultural impact she's had because and especially in Japan because I don't know if you if you've noticed Kathy but um, Japanese animated characters are pretty popular what? Uh, <laughs> this is brand new information. I know I know but unlike other fandoms She is a character that is... her, like, own entity. She is not connected to any other property other than, like I said, like, being um, licensed and making appearances, basically doing musical collabs or appearing on a video game soundtrack or stuff like that. I think she was in a Wii U game, actually, too. Does does this make sense? Like, I mean...
1: kind of does she talk at all or is it just singing
0: it depends on what you want her to do or her voice to do she
1: can speak so she she cannot she is just
0: software which is why using she is is strange so she can't unless someone has programmed her to um, do some sort of automated responses or automated dancing like let's say um, she's a hologram on the stage and she can be programmed to respond to the movements of the band or something like that like l- literally think of her as Lady God, digital Lady Gaga, except with no sentience, and and her po- poker face is uh, is a hologram. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> it is really hard to explain because we have nothing like this in the West, or rather, we have never created a phenomena like this in the West. There are more and more hologram concerts and it, they're kind of controversial because sometimes it's an artist that's passed away and it's a little weird and ethically.
1: Right. That's, that's the thing that I was um, thinking of is, wasn't there an incident of Someone whose daughter is a singer and she sang with her dad. I don't remember. Hold on, Natalie Cole and Nat King Cole sang together.
0: Oh, so that was like a uh, consensual, uh, or as much as possible. I, I mean, guess he was dead.
1: <laughs> I, I. So it's difficult <laughs> for him to consent. I mean. Uh, Yeah, I mean it.
0: It feels a little less gross than uh, Tupac or a Prince, per- like Prince perform again. Right. Prince's hologram <laughs> yes. performed at the Super Bowl, which was
1: uh, icky. Like I, I don't know. It I- felt wrong. It felt like a money grab. the The hard thing is, is ugh, I don't. Like, it's entirely possible that Prince signed off and said, hey, when I die, use my body for whatever you want, type of a situation, too.
0: Right. I actually think go for that money grab. You do it up. Your descendants, like, I get it? Well, the getting is good. I it, I think it'd be really fun to see a, a a living person as a hologram. I think it would be fun, but I believe that it is the record labels making these decisions the majority oh, of sure. the time. It's intentionally sort of obscured so that you, it's like, no, don't don't worry about us. It. Fine, it's it's yeah. it's cool. Look, it's all totally right.
1: Fine. Isn't this cool? Enjoy. Instead
0: of doing that. Hatsune Miku is just a fictional character that we can all project our uh let's say wants and desires (laughs) along with uh fandoms
1: uh, onto it oh that just sounds gross
0: well okay
1: okay, all
0: right all right but
1: (laughs) it it, there's there's something more ethical in making a fake gamer girl (laughs) Hmm, that came out wrong um a fake character that's run by a bunch of other people to do a thing than to I don't know try and have real people be ruined for sure like this torture this is torture I (laughs) I
0: I I, god I hope there's not there's not a torturous hologram afterlife that oh I I might have missed that in Catholic school but oh goodness gracious me oh boy Um, And I know that as soon as I said, like, projecting onto her is a very uncomfortable sentence because, I mean, she is there to fulfill a specific fantasy of a pop star with this, not chipmunk-like, it's been described as a chipmunk-like voice. What would you describe it as actually did you did you like anything you heard I'm very curious oh
1: no I hated it I, I
0: figured I figured
1: <laughs> I, I really did not like it I but I'm also very like that that mm, range of audio hits my brain in a very wrong way mm-hmm. like I yeah I, I can't I do not like that um I have nothing against people that do like it. That's cool. That's fine. Whatever. But I don't I don't like that those sounds.
0: You sounded so apologetic about that. I hope you're not because no,
1: it- <laughs> it's it, I I I very carefully wanted to make sure that it was a statement that did not make any sort of negative commentary on somebody that does enjoy it that's why that I like I felt apologetic but not because I feel bad that I didn't like it I wanted to make sure that nobody who does like it feels bad well
0: some people should feel bad because
1: oh well there's always people that should feel bad <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> I well, well what's what's interesting about her because it she's just software and uh, she's used basically as so- software by different bands and musicians some of the the music she's on is just oh, i it's it's terrible it's like objectively terrible but also I love what a lot of people have done with her voice that is it, it's exactly what you said it's it's just not for some people it's like a digital falsetto that just doesn't hit right kind of the same way that some people really can't handle the animal crossing talking or singing and uh, like nope I can't even handle that I
1: definitely have the sound turned off
0: I figured as as such. But even <laughs> even the folks who don't necessarily like her music do like her as just a fictional character because again, blank slate. She is not tied to any fandom other than her own. Right. Which led to a story that kind of made me sad. In April, where a fictosexual man married a hologram bride, a, who was hot. As soon as I saw the headline, I'm like, "Oh, it's Hatsune Miku, right?" Yeah. yep, it's Hatsune Miku. But the but now the software he is using and the the hardware he is using to like articulate her is not going to be supported any longer. So, he has a wife who essentially isn't going to get any any updates in the future. And I
1: you're just very quiet. Have you ever heard the term ficto, fictosexual before? No, can I guess as to what it means? Please. Does it mean that you are sexually attractive to, attracted to fictional people? How did they sign the marriage certificate? Like, are they legally married? Yes,
0: which is what is also kind of fascinating so for me. So, how did
1: they? How? <sighs> All
0: right, I'm. I'm just going to. Um, of of course, this is this is from the New York Post. So you know, it's the New York Post. But uh, Kiko Kondo, 38, was dating Hatsune Miko for a decade before they had an unofficial wedding ceremony in 2018. So, it, okay, so it was unofficial. Okay,
1: so unofficial. Okay.
0: Yes. Kondo, one of many who identifies as fictosexual or someone who is sexually attracted to fictional characters, spent 2 million yen or about $17,300 on the nuptials, but his family did not attend. Oh. Now oh. married for four years. <laughs> right? Now married for four years, uh, Kondo said his relationship has hit a roadblock. He can no longer speak Speak with Miku due to a technological hurdle.
1: I mean, it, the, a good thing is that he does speak to her or had over the last few years, right? That, that's a positive.
0: While Kondo acknowledges his relationship might be odd. He understands Miku isn't a real person. It doesn't change his feelings for her. Since falling in love with her in 2008, Kondo was finally able to interact with Miku for the first time thanks to Gatebox, a $1,300 machine that allowed device owners to interact with characters via holograms and... Uh, And yes, even unofficially marry them, which I don't know why they need to clarify unofficially marry because...
1: Because they would have the same questions that I do. Like if it was officially married, (laughs) how did they sign, how does Mm -hmm. a hologram sign a, a marriage license?
0: I guess not well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, true.
0: But (laughs) anyway, but now his four-year marriage uh, took a turn when support for Gatebox was eliminating, meaning that Kondo could no longer speak with his wife. And uh, uh, he says... And insists it has not lessened his feelings. There we my, go. Uh, my love for Miku hasn't changed, he told Manchi, which noted he now carried around a life size version of Miku. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be with her forever. And okay, people are listening to this, including you, thinking, ew, 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 ew. And initially, I read that and was like, ew. Ew, 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 ew,
1: okay. So, so real quick before you okay. finish, I'm I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but until then, Beyonce had the best video of all time, and also I'm not thinking ew because like nobody necessarily is getting harmed in this. Mm-hmm. I mainly I mainly just feel bad for him mm-hmm. because this is a terrible article.
0: It it, it is. I don't enjoy how this is written in a way that a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of articles in the 90s about gay people were written like oh look at this
1: right. and also also like uh girls that really enjoyed listening to pop music and we're fans of the Backstreet Boys and N.C.
0: Yeah, even even now, talking about One Direction fans, I, I just read a very good book about basically how fangirls shape the internet. And uh, even though there was, you know, some toxic behavior around uh, the, like, shipping of human the human members of the band. Yes, this is a... Uh, that they're writing about this guy like he is a monster and in actually very similar to to how people write about furries and yeah. I and unfortunately it's now once again how people are writing about trans people especially in the UK and US and I am contra- contractually obligated to mention I'm queer in every podcast I <laughs> uh, appear in I'm yep, yep. Uh, um auto yeah um awesome. good job <laughs> and yes my spouse is a real human person uh but uh, my and our lives together are no more harmful than this just the the relationship this man has with a fictional character There is part of this that actually does humanize him. Uh, Quote, While some relationships are just for kicks, Kondo's is to him very real. For a long time, he said he knew a human partner just wasn't for him due to his intense attraction to characters like Miku, a popular figure in anime and Japanese culture. Created as a synthesized voice using, uh, uh, actually, by the way, uh, the that company owned by Yamaha, uh, Yamaha, who makes mm. uh, uh, the keyboard I have, as well as dirt bikes. Anyway, uh, Yamaha's nice. Voico- Vocaloid technology. Miko entered mainstream media as a human, but fictionalized character in manga, anime series, and video games. Eventually... She became prominent enough to tour with the likes of Lady Gaga on her 2014 art, part, uh, art Pop Ball tour. So this article clearly has been uh, edited a bunch since I originally read it. But I guess my comparison to Lady Gaga <laughs> does accurate. hold up. <laughs> uh, Their peers as much as uh, one can be on oh, a wow. stage. Um, but okay, this is this is what got me. Quote, but Miku isn't just famous. She also helped Kondo with his depression. Kondo first became familiar with Miku in 2008 after bullying at work caused him to become depressed. Despite finding it difficult to accept his feelings at first, he knew humans weren't right for him after being met with rejection by others. Uh, Quote from him, I stayed in my room for 24 hours a day and watched videos of Miku the whole
1: time. Listen, some incels go out and do awful things to humans. And instead, this guy chose to not do that and still have a relationship with, you know, a a fake being. Except this guy is
0: not an incel. He is voluntarily deciding that human romantic relationships are not for him. And instead, oh gosh, uh, instead he had this wedding that 39 people did attend oh, good. yeah um and it, it was other folks who are attracted to fictional characters and he he said uh, there are two reasons why i had a wedding publicly the first one is to prove prove my love to miku oh <laughs> is to prove my love to miku the second one is there are many young otaku people like me falling in love with anime characters i want to show the world that i support them I don't know, man. This is just... I I accept that this is a a thing that seems extraordinary right now, but I do not know what the harm is because this man is engaging with a, a product that was created just in a really intense way and there are other i i know that there are other people like him they just haven't married <laughs> they haven't yeah. had a wedding ceremonies with hatsune miku um that make headlines but it it's just like i i don't know it I have complex feelings about uh personal freedoms and bodily agency. <laughs> yeah. How so so what's your gut reaction on on this? Like like genuinely. Ca- cancellations out of the room.
1: Yeah, my my genuine reaction to this is that it doesn't harm anybody and I think he should be able to like did the software completely shut down or just hasn't been updated? Because if it completely shut down, that's pretty, like, that's not great. But if he can still use, like, an older version and it can work, I think that's awesome and they should allow him to do his thing. Like, I, the, the, the idea that you can't use a product that you paid for is kind of gross.
0: I, I now that you uh, mention it, that I wasn't even thinking about that aspect of it. But yeah, it's almost like a right um, a, a, a a right to repair loss right. <laughs> has been violated. But it is not the it it's the software that creates the hologram and allows them to talk. Because again, this this she is a product sold to you know musicians and uh, people who or I, there's just adorable pictures of him with very like sweet like stuffies like squishemall style <laughs> and uh, as as soon as you think about this. It's, at least for me, I get like, oh, is is, is this a uh, intercourse d- d- doll? Which is yeah. a uh, family-friendly podcast, and that's a... But that is a whole different thing. This is purely
1: a romantic relationship with a hologram. The, the hard part is getting consent for a hologram. Like, a, a hologram can't consent, and yet... It's also not a living being. I mean, a hologram is a bunch of fancy lights <laughs> with
0: some software connected.
1: Yeah, like my my computer does not consent for me to turn it on every day and work and then turn it off. So I'm okay with that, though, because it is an inanimate object. So it can, like, I'm in charge of it. So I say... Let him have this and go write articles about something else.
0: Have, uh, like robots
1: product. that break kids' fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's just digital beings that people are in love with, and then there are—they're literally Russian bots attacking children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the oh, kids should have known.
0: <laughs> the- <laughs> But the kid was cheating. (laughs) But uh, speaking of uh, inanimate things we love, there's a show of yours that I love. Would you like to tell us about
1: it and uh, just... Unabashedly, please promote it. How about first I talk about a show that talks about inanimate objects that people love that just came out into the Thoroughly Considered feed on Relay FM Switch On. <gasps> that? Oh, yes, yes, please. If you don't know, uh, in on the network, Relay FM Switch On, there's a show with the Studio Neat guys and Mike Hurley called Thoroughly Considered. It has existed for seven years, which blows my mind. Um, Studio Neat creates a variety of really incredible products, including pens that I use every day. I have, I own three Mark Ones, which is I'm a holding lot,
0: one right now. Yeah. Clickety click. Right. Clickety click. Let's
1: click. Let's click. And
0: the Mark II, which is a capable pen. I'm not fancy like the other pen people, but oh, it has magnets. I love magnets. Yeah, the
1: magnets are great. Like, and it's a very satisfying click. Um, But they have a sub feed in their show feed um, called The Last Detail, where they talk to people uh, about. A show like about a product that they love the design of. Um, and the first episode uh is out uh now and they talk to Adam Lissiger who to talk about the Sotos, Mr. Sandwich. oh I can't wait to hear uh, and understand what this product is. But that being said, I think that's I think it's a great idea for a show. I can't wait to hear them nerd out about design because lis- I could listen to both of the studio neat guys talk about design choices and like the back end of why things are designed the way they are forever I love that show and so I highly recommend you check it out
0: Another show that's fun is one that you do with Jay Miller on Relay FM. Switch on.
1: Yes, it's called Conduit, um, and we talk about productivity and how real life affects it. Um, and one of the things that we do is we have a connection every fortnight, and what that is is it's kind of like a mini goal. It's something to concentrate on, something to give purpose to our next two weeks. Something to kind of grow to be a better human one way or the other. Um, And my connection for the past week has been, or it's been a week now, but will be for another week to come, has been to like go out, sit outside with me time and write in my journal, write my morning like pages, words to say, and like brain dump before I even touch my computer. And it can I just say how much it has helped already? I'm so excited every morning to get up and go out and sit in my chair. I usually have a cat or a dog come and join me. um, And I turn on some ambient noise so I don't listen to the dog across the way barking. And it's just kind of a great way to start the day. And I love that this show is more than just a new show. It's more than just here's a new app that can help you make help make you 33% more effective like it's it's more life is more than just checking things off on a to-do list and I am so lucky that I get to do it with my buddy Jay
0: that's so wonderful I should try that instead of just rolling over and picking up my phone and looking at email
1: oh to be fair I also do that I Go through all of my things to see what emergencies are happening since I've been asleep, especially like last night when I fell asleep at 730. So I, I I definitely do that. I put my contacts in. I do like my morning brush my teeth, start the coffee, that sort of stuff. But before I start my work work in my office on my computer, I do that morning me time. And it's it's been really nice.
0: I'm so glad. Oh, God, that's that's so wholesome. <laughs> Just just as wholesome as just loving a piece of software or loving right. a, a nice design like the Mark One and Mark Two, which are clicky and magnety. Boop
1: yeah. Boop, boop, boop. And uh, uh, Alex, you do a show with a friend uh, called Do By Friday that is not on Relay FM. Switch on because you're amazing and don't need it. But instead. You two talk about all sorts of things that I definitely have listened to episodes. I haven't listened to podcasts in like three months. I'm so sorry. But you had your after show as a pre-show and available to everyone. And I may actually need to listen to this because... I am very excited to kind of hear what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, if if you want just total nonsense, you can go to dubaifriday.com and uh, enjoy Merlin Mann and I just do a new thing every week. It's not as productive as
1: Kathy and Jay, but it's hopefully just as fun. <laughs> <laughs> or more fun because hat on a hat is <laughs> always, there. there is usually a hat on a hat mm-hmm. at some point. And the, the amount of bits and humor, because Merlin Man is just hilarious. And Merlin Man with Alex Cox together, the joy and the affection that you feel but I'm not talking to you I'm talking to the audience right now um the 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 affection that they have for each other is just palatable and I really love their relationship and the fact that I get to spy on them and be a pair of pal while they sit and talk to each other is just really really joyful okay now back to you Alex hi hi it's me um I ha- I'm I apparently have
0: two hats and I'm Alex Cox <laughs> I'm Kathy Campbell. And this has been Roboism. Thank Thank you you for for
2: listening. I feel my whole world's crashing down. I'm a burning of a beep, a rope that gives me the biggest round. And free my life. I have places to go, people to see I should be optimistic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's being cut out. Uh <laughs>